Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, this is Robert Evans. Welcome to It Could Happen Here, a podcast about things falling apart and occasionally uh, about how to stop things from falling apart. Today, we're doing one of those latter episodes. Uh, I'm happy to say we've we've actually got kind of something that's that's overall uplifting to talk about. Um, if uh, you are someone who pays much attention to the right wing uh, and particularly to the current right wing campaign against LGBT and most particularly transgender people, you are aware of a guy named Matt Walsh. He is a you might call him a pundit at the Daily Wire, who has taken it upon himself to become kind of the uh, one of the central figures in the present campaign uh, against trans people to limit their rights to transition, to you know push laws that criminalize their existing in public spaces. He's a real piece of shit. One of the one of the worst people in the country presently. Uh, and like all terrible people, he has been going around in a series of speeches uh, invited generally by local student body uh, Republican organizations at universities. It's not the only people who invite him to speak, but that's what we're talking about today. Uh, Oliver Wyline is a local community activist uh, who showed up at one of these events uh, and who recorded what was happening, the reaction to Matt Walsh being invited to uh, speak at a college in Iowa City. Uh, And yeah, uh, Oliver, welcome to the program first off. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted you to start with uh, how did you become aware of of what was happening and decide, you know, to show up and do what you did? Because I became aware of you just reading your thread, which was a mix of, you know, Twitter uh, uh, posts on what was happening and some videos uh, of what had been happening on the ground. Yeah, so um, I am a townie here in Iowa City. I'm not a student, but I have, you know, uh, I'm, I'm very close both physically and, you know, just personally with lots of activists on campus at Iowa City, lots of young activists, um, particularly organizations like the YDSA. Um, they have a couple immigrants' rights associations, some um, LGBTQIA associations and everything. So when this was made public that the YAF, the Young Americans Foundation, that's what it stands for, right? I think. <laughs> um, but they... 
announced um, that Matt Walsh was indeed going to be speaking um, in April. And of course, you know, lots of people just started sending me things like, wow, I can't believe these motherfuckers are bringing Matt Walsh out of everybody, even though it wasn't very surprising because um, they love to have the YAF here loves to bring um, people to speak that are objectively terrible people. They yeah. just recently had Al- Alan West. Um, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you know all about him. Oh, no. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. Playing the hits with Alan Dubs. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah. The reaction was, you know, just kind of like a general, we should do something about this that Matt Walsh has come to campus or is going to come to campus. Um, so, you know, there was lots of flyering campaigns, um, lots of calls online. There was a petition circulating trying to get the university to not allow Matt Walsh on campus. But um, here in Iowa, the Board of Regents um, is all just appointed by a Republican governor, Kim Reynolds. So, you know, there's no way that they would do that. And yeah, so that's how everybody found out about it. And, you know, it was just a lot of the YAF would put up flyers and then they would instantly get torn down and they would cry about it. Um, yeah, that was a lot of the buildup to this event. Yeah. That's how I knew. And one of the things, I mean, the thing that, uh, cause obviously there are different right wing shitheads speaking in various places and protests against them, you know, every day that, that go a variety of ways. Uh, one of the reasons I was interested in what you had to say, and I think that this is a worthwhile one to talk to people about is that I think the young America's Americans foundation kids who invited him wound up demoralized at the end of this. That was my take on this. This was not um, not an event that seems to have gone well to them. So I want you to walk through kind of what happened that night, uh, both in terms of what you saw uh, from the folks showing up to see Walsh and what you saw kind of from the response to him. Yeah, I would say it's a fair assumption that the YAF people were demoralized after yeah. this. So the protests, it was last Wednesday, the 19th, And the protest was very, you know, there was no leader. It it was very decentralized, you know, just lots of people showing up. And instantly when everybody showed up, like at four o'clock when the documentary was showing before Matt Walsh was going to speak, his, you know, shitty documentary, What is a Woman, showed beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it was like a joyous occasion almost. People just were trickling in on the park um, right across the street from the IMU. And more and more people, just hundreds of people came, you know, not just students, but like people from Iowa City and Cedar Rapids and, you know, just Eastern Iowa in general that were just like, we do not, you know, we're we're feeling really bad that this absolute fucking shithead is in our state right now. You know, the air smells bad. So we, got, you know, <laughs> yeah, so it, it was it was very joyous. And then. People were like, okay, the documentary is about to get out. And the way this event was set up was the documentary was being shown in a theater that's in the IMU, the Memorial Union, um, just a student hangout spot, basically. And then all the people that were in the documentary were going to then file into the main lounge, where is where he was speaking. And so when the documentary got let out, all of the activists or just the people that came to protest him were just like, all right, we're going inside. You know, we're not, we're not going to, you know, just stand out here. You know, we're going to make sure that they know every second 
that this is bullshit that you came to see this guy speak. And especially in Iowa city, this isn't going to fly, you know, without some type of resistance. So everybody that lined up for the Matt Walsh speaking event and who came out of the uh, theater after watching his documentary had to wait in line and be screamed at by protesters for like an hour at least. And it was so funny just these people like they started out at first you know for a few minutes being like haha look at all these triggered libs but then after like 20 minutes they were just kind of like thousand yards staring you know um, yeah yeah that's that's really interesting to me because obviously like one of the particularly with the younger right right you know you i, I think there is sort of a a dividing line both in my head and in, and in physical behavior between kind of like older and and maybe even less radical Republicans who who are really tied to this idea of the silent majority and get a, a degree of emotional comfort from the idea that most people do think like them, they just don't want to talk about it. And then there's sort of not an entirely separate, but certainly much more common attitude among the younger right-wing activists, people who were raised online in places like 4chan, about the the where where the a lot of their focus is on the joy of triggering the left, which they see as like controlling uh, uh, the culture to a large degree. And so it's interesting to me, you know, that that's something that people, these people like to talk about a lot. They like to at least uh, portray themselves as sort of above uh, caring, but very few people are capable of like just being screamed at by a crowd uh, of people and, and not feeling shitty after a while. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely breaking through to a lot of them, I could tell. Yeah. And I even heard some conversations amongst them, like very taken aback and like in shock, you know, like voice shaking when talking about it. Just like, why are they doing this? You know, <laughs> I yeah. mean, like putting two and two together, like it was very fascinating to hear to eavesdrop on these conversations. And it was a lot of that. And it was also, well, one thing that happened is... I don't know if they oversold tickets or just didn't track like how many people were going to be there. But half of the people that showed up to see Matt Walsh, I would estimate about half, half of them were not able to go see him. They were told they were keeping track of how many people were going into the main lounge. And then just randomly, they were just like, all right, that's it. You know, the cops there and the staff and the Matt Walsh's private security, which I will say there was more private security or there was more security there in general than when Mike Pence spoke at the exact same place. At least more, you know, that. obvious security with Pence. You do more obvious, yeah, yeah. more obvious security. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, they had bomb sniffing dogs and everything. Oh, wow. That's like, interesting. Yep. Do you know how full the actual theater was? The YAF claims 700 people. Uh huh. And what's capacity for them? I, I don't exactly know. Okay. But they said that 700 people were able to see Matt Walsh. And then, so I would say more people came to see Matt Walsh, like maybe yeah. a thousand or something. That's another number that the YAF threw out there. Yeah. But I would say there was at least an equal amount of protesters there at its peak too. Yeah. And I will also say that there were people keeping track of the cars leaving when they were able to leave and there was a considerable amount of out of state plates and out of county plates people traveled pretty far to see matt walsh speak is 
kind of, and there were people that showed up that, you know, the right wing weirdos that I know uh-huh. that live in Des Moines, which is like two hours away. And even some in Omaha that came that I recognize personally. So yeah, people came pretty far for this. And a bunch of those people that came pretty far were not able to see Matt Wall speak and they were extremely pissed. And so I was watching a lot of these people yell at um, staff and trying to bargain with police officers like, come on, we drove like let us in and everything. The cops were just not having it. And so the mood turned pretty angry at that point, I would say. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm interested in sort of, are you aware kind of like who was organizing the counter response and how that was people were like informed that, that there was going to be something? Because, you know, it, it's it's not uh, usually a simple matter to get that folks, many folks to show up around a thousand for a counter protest. Yeah, I think mainly there were multiple student orgs. I think I named them a little bit earlier that, you know, there was the Graduates Union, uh, COGS Union, the Graduate Students Union. They put out a statement inviting, you know, not only their members to come, but everybody to come. They do a lot of good work around the university. Um, The YDSA, the Young Democratic Socialists of America, they have a chapter here and they were organizing. They did heavy flyering campaigns around town, not just campus, but around Iowa City itself. And on top of that, I would say just sharing flyers and word of mouth, like on the internet too. People know that Matt Walsh is 
kind of public enemy number one when it comes to the LGBTQ community, specifically the trans community. So I think yeah. a lot of people were just extremely pissed that he was here in this town in Iowa City. People call Iowa City a gayer town than San Francisco. People have referred to Iowa City as that. <laughs> I don't That's know if I believe it. It's a high it, bar. It is. San Francisco is a very gay town. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you Iowa City, people call it Little San Francisco for that reason. That's sweet. I don't think I've actually been to Iowa City. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely the place in Iowa where it is, you know, Eastern Iowa, it's considered the lib part of Iowa, but specifically yeah. Iowa City, people call it the People's Republic of Iowa City because like the right wingers think it's so left wing here, but in reality it's our city council is run by like Pete Buttigieg supporters, but you know, to them yeah. that's communism. Yeah. 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 So I think just the spirit of Iowa city in general, like everybody was just pissed that this guy was coming to town and everybody found out one way or another. And yeah, people showed up and showed out for sure. When it comes to like, uh, kind of confrontations and stuff, how would you describe sort of the, uh, the general uh, mood towards that sort of behavior outside? Like, was this the kind of thing where there was their um, uh, uh, action sort of taken beyond like the yelling or was it kind of like uh, mostly focused on demoralization and providing kind of a, uh, a visual show of how much resistance there is to, to Walsh and his ideas? Well, after a lot of them were denied entry, I think a lot of them were extremely pissed off. And at that point, I saw a bunch of alt, like not a bunch, I would say a handful of almost scuffles breaking out. The couple I saw were definitely the faults and instigated by Matt Walsh attendees because, you know, they probably drove really far and weren't able to get in. And now you got all these people with trans flags screaming at you and calling you a Nazi and a fascist yeah. and that you're a piece of shit, you know? And so but there was a lot of people and a lot of cops that were really, really, really wanting to make sure that that didn't happen. So after these people weren't allowed in, they were being escorted towards the back entrance where they came in. And so they all went back towards the back entrance. And that is when somebody or some people, I didn't see it. I only heard it dumped thousands and thousands of marbles by that exit. Yeah, I, that was my favorite thing that I saw in your thread. Yeah. So then the cops were like, well, shit, sorry, guys, you can't come this way. So you have to go back through the gauntlet of screaming <laughs> protesters to get out. You I know? love that. Yeah. Uh, area denial, taking a yeah, area denial and also kind of rerouting them uh, from an area that's going to force them to confront the least pleasant aspect of it. Yeah, that's very smart. Exactly. And then yeah. even after that, lots of people were going to like the way the IMU is set up, there's a park by it. And there's also a parking garage right across the street from it. And there's a, a one way out of the parking garage. So there's one way out if you parked in the parking garage and towards the end of his talk. And when everybody was filing out of the Matt Walsh event, protesters had completely taken over that street. So there was no way any of these people were getting out. They just kind of like came out, in a giant like horde of people. And then they slowly started realizing, you know, since all these people were blocking the street and there is a 
pet band in the middle of the street playing, you know, <laughs> yeah, they were starting to understand that, oh shit, we're not going to be able to leave. So a lot of them were really mad about that. And they started going up to police officers and staff saying like, you got to get these people out of here. I'm trying to leave, you know, and the cops, there's only like outside, I would say there was only like seven police officers and there is no way, like the cops tried to get people to move out of the street. They even put their hands on some people to try to move them, but then 40 more people would just get in the street. And so they realized that that wasn't going to happen. So after going through a gauntlet of protesters and stepping over marbles, you know, these people are then also not able to leave the event when they want to. And I would say the road was blocked probably for like an, an hour, hour, 15 minutes until the police were finally able to kind of like wedge a way out for these people. And that's when one confrontation that I know happened where one of the Matt Walsh attendees started shining a strobe light in people's faces and someone put a sign in front of it to stop them from doing that. And then that person grabbed the other person and there was kind of a fight that happened, but that was the only physical confrontation that I saw the entire night besides cops putting their hands on protesters, trying to get them out of the street at one point. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit tomboyx.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So what would you say were kind of the main takeaways from this for people? You know, this is going to continue to be a thing if, you, if folks are looking at participating in or organizing responses to uh, events like this in the future. What were your kind of big takeaways? Um, my takeaways is that Marbles, obviously. Great idea. Marbles. Yes. Marbles. 
are a great idea, you know? But, um, but also what I think <laughs> is, is, is kind of worth taking from that is that like, it's not enough. We often see this when like different tactics go viral. Don't like do the cargo cult version of it, right? The reason why the marbles were effective wasn't just that like it made an exit inaccessible. It's that because it, it made, it was in a, a situation where it rerouted people back through that screaming gauntlet of counter protesters, which was demoralizing. So strategy is also like worth taking into account when you're adopting new tactics. Yeah, certainly. And from how it seemed to me is that that was intentional, that it was yeah. meant to block that exit. So they had to go back through the screaming people to get out. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, marbles are funny, but it was deployed in such a way where it was even more funny yeah. <laughs> and effective. A takeaway that I had was that, you know, you sh there's always going to be risk with this type of thing, risk of, you know, risk of anything, really, you know physical harm, emotional harm, people getting in trouble at school or something. But I think these kids and a lot of these attendees went there expecting to own the libs and then walked away really demoralized, you know? And so I think it was definitely worth it to put our bodies on the line and everything and put ourselves on the line to just send that message and also make it clear that other people can do this too. And Matt Walsh speaks, you know, just make it miserable. You know, you don't even necessarily have to prevent him from speaking, even though that would be pretty cool. But he, even though he did speak, like no one's talking about that. No one's, and no one's talking about what he said. It, he, people are talking about how all the Matt Walsh people got stranded and how there were marbles that blocked their exit and how the pet band came and played to a cadence of fuck Matt Walsh, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about before we, uh, we roll out? I'd say that about does it for me, unless you have yeah. any more questions about no, specifics no. of the night. No, thank you for coming on, Oliver. Is there any sort of plugs you've got for anything, uh, you want to direct listeners towards before we end? Yeah. There's an organization around here called Iowa Trans Mutual Aid that does a lot of really, really, really good work for people in the state of Iowa that currently has... <laughs> is experiencing like so much of the country, really, really, really bad anti-trans legislation. So if you find it in your heart or have the means to donate to such an Iowa trans mutual aid, I really, I really can't recommend it enough. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Oliver. Uh, and a big thank you to everybody who showed up that night in Iowa city. Uh, that is it for us today. Uh, everybody have a great rest of your day. All right. Thank you so much. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene was good. But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.